Hello, and welcome to the Apostolic Church Liverpool podcast. We hope the message you're about to listen to will inspire you, will be a blessing to you, and give you perspective in life. For more of such messages, you can visit our website at www.tac-lona.org.uk. You can also access other messages and resources from our YouTube channel, The Apostolic Church Europe. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. Um, first and foremost, we want to give thanks to God for another opportunity and for the journey so far in the book of Second Timothy. Um, we're looking at the Second Timothy chapter three. And the topic before us is three instructions for effective ministry in the last days. Three instructions for effective ministry in the last days. Um, we've been on a series. The first one says the pastoral appeal. That was our chapter one. That is, we saw Apostle Paul making an appeal unto his uh, Timothy. He encouraged him and he also gave him some spiritual assignment as well. In part two, we look at the practical appeal. No, no, this was, we, we, we saw several pictures how, how we can uh, liken Christians, believers, how we can see ourselves in the pictures in the same picture, we talk about the steward, the soldiers, the athlete, and onto the last one that we look at, the servant. And all these things are very important. We can actually apply them to our Christian uh, journey. But because of our time, we are looking at the, the third aspect today. And that one is, uh, uh, Pastor, let me go to the back a little bit. That is the prophetic uh, appeal, that chapter 30. The prophetic appeal, that is chapter 30. So, next slide, sir. Um, in chapter one of two, Timothy, Paul wrote to Timothy. So, Paul wrote to Timothy of, um, concerning some pastoral counsel. In chapter two, he gives several practical analogies for which a believer can be likened. And I've also mentioned those ones. You can be likened to stewards, to vessels, to um, farmer, and the influencers, and the like of all those ones. But in chapter three, Paul is going to give Timothy some prophetic warnings and admonitions. When we say an appeal, an appeal is a, is a kind of injunction where you want to put somebody on a track. You want to see Apostle Paul, you want to put Timothy on a particular track and it's going to give him a sound warning and a kind of a admonition. Paul informed Timothy about the signs of the last days and then instructed him how to respond. 
in the Bible, the last day began with the ministry of Jesus Christ in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 2 talk about in the time past, God spoke to our fathers through the prophets. But in the last days, God spoke to us through his son. So, and the ministry of Jesus Christ is an everlasting one. So when we talk about the last day, he talk about immediately um, Jesus Christ finished his assignment and that the assignment was the salvation of men. So this one, we have to continue with it until he return back the second time. So when Bible talk about the last day, the last day has begun AD 1, but don't forget that we are still in, in the last day. It does not matter the number of years. So those Apostle Paul in that days was last day, and in our dispensation, he still referred to it as last day. So it means that we continue in this teaching, we continue in this ministry until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. As humankind draw closer to the very end of the last day, the Bible says that perilous time shall come. Perilous simply means dangerous, something very hard to deal with. You know, something we can call hazardous. You know, we are in the end time. So many things are happening in these end times. So, so many things we need, we're going to come in contact with. And how are we going to, how are we going to skate through those things? Those are the admonition of Apostle Paul to Timothy. Therefore, the characteristics of the last days, which Paul's list in this chapter began in the first century, but they have increased in intensity ever since. You know, I, I was talking about the time they, uh, they gave us this letter. It's referred to as the last day, perilous time has been on. But we're meant to understand that it's still happening in our, in our days. And it's also on increase. So Paul gave Timothy and all of us three instructions to obey in order that his ministry and ours might be effective during this perilous times. No, don't forget that we're talking about perilous time. We're talking about the, uh, the end time in particular. So as woman, so the three instruction for effective ministry in the last day, we're going to look at it, uh, the following. Turn away from the force. You know, when you look at that phrase, turn away from the force, means turn away from the first teaching, turn away from the first teachers, turn away anything that we can um, regarded as false. We are meant to turn away from it. So that one is taken from 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 9. Number two is follow those who are true. Follow those who are true. No matter the challenges we are facing now, no matter the the first teachers, there are still genuine teachers. There are still 
their new pastors, we need to follow those who are true. Then most importantly, our yastic, our measurement should be the God's word. We have to continue in God's word. That's 2 Timothy chapter 3, 13 to 17. So we're taking it one after the other. Turn away from the force. Turn away from the force. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 9. I, I want to read uh, as fast as possible. But no digs that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but deny its power. And from such people turn away. Verse six, for of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Verse eight, they mentioned two people there. Now as James and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also receive the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith. Verse nine, the last verse. But they will progress no further for their folly will be manifest to all as there also was. Now, turn away from the force. That is the first aspect we want to consider under the- uh, Hello, sir. Sorry, sir. Uh, sorry to cut in, sir. I, I, I mean, the Holy Spirit just draw my attention to something. Can we go back to the first verse, uh, sir? Pastor, if we go to go back, go one more. Please, uh, in one minute, I want us to, brethren, I want us to look at these things that the word of God said. Lovers of themselves, you know, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, people without self-control, brutal, despisers of good things, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having a form of godliness, but denying his power. Can we, in one minute, please, close our eyes and pray. Let the Holy Spirit draw your attention to whichever one you are struggling with. Tell the Lord to help us. Lord, help me. We know we're not perfect, but we are striving towards perfection. That in any areas, am I a booster? Am I a... Yeah. Uh, lovers of pleasure, you know, we all like something about self, lovers of themselves. You know, so people say, you know, everything in this world is about self, self, selfie, self this. You know, that is what the, the, 
the motivational speakers have taught people this day, self, 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 unthankful, having form of godliness, but denying his power. Let's tell the Holy Spirit to help us. Let's do a silent prayer. Jesus, help us. We want to be more like you day by day. Please help us in any areas that these has been finding expression in our life. Help us this day. Help us, Lord. Help us in every single one of us. In the name of Jesus, we humble ourselves before you, Holy Spirit. Without you, we cannot do it. Help us, and your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, the Spirit of God is one. Uh, we are, we're going to have a room for discussion still based on that, uh, uh, that those verses Pastor read unto us in the course of this. We are still going to have everybody a contribution towards it. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Paul first instruction in this chapter is for true believers to turn away from the following kind of people described in this passage because they are false teachers. That is, turn away from the false. So we have been encouraged to turn away from the false teachers. Paul mentioned about 18 different signs by which such people may be identified. Um, in the course of the lecture, we're still going to see that though we're talking about false teachers, we're talking about uh, false pastors, we're talking about false prophets, but some of these things, like the prayer point pastor, they are applicable to us because we are also ministers of God in one way or the other. So in as much as we're focusing on maybe false teachers, we also apply part of it, I mean, all, everything we're still going to apply to our own life to, to check and balance ourselves. Now, a recurring theme in the list is love. Lovers of their own selves, lovers of money, that's commerciousness, lovers of pleasure, more than, more than lovers of God. That's what me. Now, God commands us to love him supremely and to love our neighbors as ourselves. That is Matthew chapter 22, verse 34 to 20, when the old laws were summarized into two. But if we love ourselves supremely, we would neither love God nor our neighbors. What that place is saying is, if you look at that word, love, lovers of themselves, love, you just put yourself in a position that you will not care about other people. It's only serve, serve, serve. In that case, you are not a lover of God, or, the, or you, are, you are breaking the law in Matthew 22, verse 34 to 40. God intends for us to worship him. Look at that word. God's purpose, the primary purpose of creating us is to worship him, is to love people and use things. In that order, worship, love, and use things. There may be material things that are available. But if we start worshiping ourselves, we ignore God and we start loving things and we use people. What that place is saying is if 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 a false if somebody is a false teacher, because of the primary motive of, of that person. He will be using people, he will be cajoling people, 
maybe to siphon people money or maybe to give them a wrong teaching just because of the he has ignored God and he start loving things, material things. And to actualize some of those things, you have to make use of people to actualize them. So you have to manipulate people. So what that place is saying is our primary motive is to worship God, is to love brethren before we talk about using things. Mm. That's the next one. Now, this is where we are going now. We want to have a discussion. We have prayed concerning this, and Holy Spirit must have spoken to us, and they, they are 18. Uh, we know that one way or the other, we might, we might be falling short of maybe one, two, three, four, five, six. So which of the signs of evil people and false teachers mentioned in this context stand out to you and why? Which one do you want to, that you know that, oh, this one to you? All of them are, are for our uh, teaching, but I just want the contribution from individual. We have about 18. Let's, you know, let's throw the meaning, the one that speak to you, and the one that you believe that stand out to you, and the reason for choosing, for choosing that one. Um, um, all of them are like you know needed to be pay attention to but this particular one i've been meaning to ask that question and ask um, about the fact that what does it particularly mean all right so if the bible says disobedient to parents now i'm thinking so if say say for instance um Say, for instance, um, you have a parent yeah. who tells you to lie. Tells you. So if you disobey that kind of parent, is this what the scriptures are saying? So please, can I? And then which parent? Is it parents in the Lord or your parents, your parents? And what does it mean? Or what is the Bible trying to infer by saying disobedient to parents? Because I've been meaning to ask that question and to say that, okay, so in what way um, or what does it mean, this particular race? Yeah, and the floor is open. There are many dieting. Um, she has given her own uh, contribution, disobedient to parents, but probably she need more explanation on that. In one way, can we be uh, a, dis a disobedient child or do we need to obey all the parents or specific parents? Maybe the, those that are Christians, then we, we leave the other ones not to bind them. Yes, sister, no? Yes, sir. Verse 4 stood up to me where it says, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. My Yoruba version says, <laughs> and the reason it stood up to me is because Recently, I find myself actually, naturally, I don't like the party party things. I don't know if it's my going to Facebook or something, but I find myself thinking, hmm, and it's not really bad, all these Saturday parties, you know? Like, just when I, when, I don't know, when I just saw that on the party, Holy Spirit told me, say, okay, I, should, I should take dressing, basically, like, yeah. <laughs> there, there, is, there is being together with friends and, and it's good. 
But then when it's more than what gives you pleasure under God, then that's where the problem comes. That one stood out to me. Okay. Uh, praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, the first of all, let me. I want to quickly attend to uh, the question Sister Lioness asked. If you read it in a different version, it gives us an idea. It says some translated it as disrespectful to parents. Yeah. So now, if we read it, I don't want to read anything that's not in the Bible. Our opinion. Now, sometimes. It doesn't mean that when parents ask you to do ungodly things, things that are clearly against the word of God. Now, there's a way you can pray and show them the thing. So we can actually uh, share the truth of the word of God without being dis uh, disrespectful. I think I like the word disrespectful than disobedience. Now, both of them are the same, but disrespectful put it in in lie in, in lie to us so that we can see so because uh mainly i think another version says that uh, first of all if we are parents that are submitted to god that is easy to actually follow but if you are parents that are not submitted to god and they don't some parents don't know uh maybe because they're not born again or because of their own upbringing they don't and they ask you to do things that are seemingly ungodly but uh, kindly and quietly showing them the word of God and explaining to them your convention about the word of God, just like the three Hebrew boys she uh, she and Abed did to the king is okay. They were not very bootful, but they just told the king very clearly that king may you reign forever, and that we are not very we are very careful to answer you in this case that we will not bow down because this is against the word of God, that I shall not bow for any good image made by hand. We will not bow down to this image. We only worship God. And they submit themselves also to the consequences of that, that they believe that they are God that they serve, we surely, because it's what I gave them that commandment, we save them. But even if he does not, we are ready to face the consequences. Now, the parent is not limited to biological parents. Your lead, the leaders are also parents. Your teachers are also in that sense. So it's, it's an extended one. And uh, so that is what I will say as for that question. And as the one that, called, that jumped out to me, I think I want to echo the word of uh, Mommy Odudu, that the lovers of pleasure rather than the lovers of God. Then also having the form of godliness but denying its power. The reason why the other ones, they sometimes they can be very obvious, but these ones, they are very sneaky. Now, the reason why I said that was this. I was praying for somebody recently. So the Lord gave me revelation, and I was praying for that person. And I was praying, I was deep in prayer for that person. Then the Lord showed me another revelation. Then the Lord now came to me and said clearly to me, very clearly, I was still sharing this with somebody today. The Lord said, it is the prayer you are praying, and someone has mentioned the person that was also praying. He said that have, have made it not to touch the joints of that person. Now, and now so hear what the Lord is saying. So and I went to go and study a little bit more. And now I discovered that was exactly what the Lord did to uh, Jacob. When Jacob thought he was wise, 
When they just start taking so many decisions, start doing this, the Lord gave Jacob a promise. They want to bring it to pass in his own time. He was ripping off his brother, trying to get battered by porridge, trying to just maneuver so many people, his father-in-law and so many things. Until one day when he wrestled with God and he touched his joint. Now, he now explained to me, touching his joint means that he dislocated what he rested on. And the most part of the body that is so painful to anyone is that that this joint here. The reason is because if that thing dislocates forever and ever, you will need a staff to walk. That staff is Jesus. You will need Jesus to be able to walk. Every little step. You know how painful that thing is? Before you take a step, I have a couple of people like that in the school. They can't enter the door unless you open the door for them. They can't make, if they, there's no staff, they can't walk. And the Lord was saying, that is what he wanted to do that person, that he will sit in there and give him a staff so that it will, the person will learn a good lesson. That Before you take any step like that, you will need a staff. So that's what I'm saying. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God and having the form of godliness but denying his power. I believe the Lord will give us understanding in Jesus' name. Yeah. Uh, Pastor La, Yes, sir. Can you pause it one? No, I think uh, Daibo's sister Daibo. Okay. Oh, sorry. Good, uh, good evening, everyone. Yeah. Uh, good evening. The one that stood out for me is um, lovers of themselves. Um, I believe that the first word is because uh, thinking about it, it looks like it um, carries uh, most of the other ones, if not all. Um, when I um, I've read it before, and uh, one of the things that speaks to me is. Uh, about it is um, that it relates to being in the flesh. So you are so involved with yourself that um, if if someone is involved with themselves, like um, everything surrounds you. So you don't you don't seek to God for help. You don't seek. Nothing is about Jesus. It's about you. You are in um, you are um, every setting you are in. You are. Um, um, self-centered, you are greedy, you are you are unthankful. Yeah. Myself, I'm, I'm because I'm saying you does not mean it's you, it's I'm speaking to myself <laughs> as yeah. Um, we operate in the flesh and we just love um worldly things and um um every wisdom or anything we think about we think we are the ones that have that wisdom so even if you are in a setting where you are talking about things and your idea is the best everyone yeah, idea is stupid it's yours it's just very self-centered and it's very flesh-centered kind of that's what i said to her thank you thank you thank you i wish yeah yes Good evening, good evening, sir. Good evening, everyone. Okay, good evening. Um, the one that jumped out to me is despiser of good. And it just it's so painful. I was I was walking by yesterday and I saw a shirt that was displayed to be bought. And on the on the front part of the shirt it says eight eight saints. And the picture on it was a dead sheep. I felt that anger, I felt that pain, I felt that I was not happy about it because I'm like, why would that be displayed to be bought by anyone? So it's just despisers of the truth of good, never coming to that knowledge of truth that 
Christ died for us, never coming to that knowledge of light. It's, it's, it's really sad. And I pray that as many that still have that darkness, the Lord will take it away in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Uh, let me pick number four, um, blasphemous. Um, Bible say every other sin that we commit, they, they are forgiven. Some of the sin, but the sin to the Holy Spirit, we we term it as a to be a, a blasphemer. Uh, for example, when you're joking about God in a ridicule way, or you are you. you the servant of God, you talk about them in a way, in a way that is not good. You know that is all called blasphemy, mm. and and it's you know it's a it's a it's not a good thing to fall under the hand of God. You know some have gone into some serious uh, problem because of the, this thing called uh, blasphemy. So we we need to be very careful. And to be always be careful, but we don't have the right answer, the right word. We rather keep quiet mm-hmm. rather than joining them to talk about the ministers of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If I could just quickly add something to that, I think the blasphemy and the disobedience to parents. When I was just going through different other translations, I think they kind of overlap in a manner of speaking. So there are a few translations, for instance, that um, in God's words translation, it says they use abusive language, they will cause their parents. Um, in uh, Philip's translation, it says the same thing, that they will have no regard for what their parents taught them. And then there's a particular translation that even says they will be haters of their parents. I think that's New Testament for everyone, NTE. In other words, it's not just um, disobedience in the sense of your parents said, hey, you said no, mm-hmm. but there is an intense hatred that is coming from your wanting to blaspheme. You see a young boy yeah. telling his parents to hell with you. Um, that kind of yeah. blasphemous, um, yeah. intense hatred, that's what is implied in that being disobedient to parents, not something that um, we just do occasionally something that is deep rooted um, in that sense, in in a, in a sense of blasphemy. I just thought to add that to it. Thank you. Thank, thank you, sir. I think we we can go over the many one at our close edge. Um, why these signs are supposed to be signs of evil people, fosters, from whom we are to turn away? We must also see them as warnings against the kind of people we should never become. No, I've made that statement earlier that we're going to see in the course of this uh, lecture that we are talking about first teachers, uh, we talk about the character, the exhibit, that we, we also should be very careful. That's why that prayer, the pastor prayed at the beginning is so important because to be honest with us, out of that 18, I don't think we can escape. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you have to be very careful so that we will never become one of one of such a first teacher. In verses, verses six to seven, the fact that Paul described gullible women does not suggest that all women are like dicks or 
that men are not vulnerable to the deception of false teachers. In post, uh, in post day, women are especially more susceptible to this kind of experience because they have low status in society. Oh. Uh, what that place is saying is when I was going through it, when we say somebody is gullible, you know, some school of thought believe that it is easier to manipulate some set of people, mm. probably women, to believe certain things. So that makes them to be more vulnerable than men. But what this lecture is saying is both men and women, we are vulnerable mm. when we are not being careful about these signs of the false teachers. You know, I, I look at the Bible in maybe John chapter eight or so when they took uh, people in the act of adultery. I keep on asking that question. They brought only the woman to Jesus. Where was the man? But it takes two people to perform the act, but it was only the woman they brought. So that, that shows that in those days, they regarded women as a lost status in society. But in the course of this lecture, we want to broaden it in such a way that all of us are vulnerable if care is not taken, not only the woman. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody's raising, raising his hand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please, I, for me, I, I felt when it comes to some topics in Bible study, I would appreciate if you would not rush it. Because in this um, verse one to four, you know, the way you are picking it, one after the explain it, like when you get to this blasphemer now, of course, this scripture that you said about Holy Spirit, but the way you expatiate it, you break it down, gives gives me, you know, a broader understanding about, you no know, giving cited examples. I felt it's not much. I don't know if you can just pick the rest and just, I don't know, just talk about talk about it. It give us better, give me, let me use us, better understanding. Because you said we should go and study on our home, but I feel this is a Bible study we share together. I don't know, I just want, I don't, I just, I don't want us to rush it because there's some things that lovers of money, blasphemy, the way you explain it, and it's not, it's not much. If you can just pick them one after the other and just explain them, it's, I don't know. Pastor? Pastor La? <laughs> what, what is the stake? Yeah, if, I think if, we, have, we have talked virtually about how many. Yeah, one way or the other, we've, we've touched most of them. Uh, praise God. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know what the presbytery think about it, but personally, I think that's a good suggestion. We need. Well, I don't know where we are. We are not going to rush to any place. Yeah. I think we should take time and deep, 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 deep down, because the essence of Bible studies is. <laughs> I mean, we just want to be more like Jesus, and these are the things that we need to work on. We can't say lovers of money because some people don't know lovers of money. Well, what are the orders that look like? Blasphemy, what does that look like? That was a question on disobedient appearance. That can go really, really deep. What about unthankful? Mm. That unthankful thing, that one can even take a whole series. You're correct. That's all, there's so many people that are really, really unthankful. They just, 
use God as, a, as, as they just use God to get what they want. Immediately they get that thing they want from God and that is it, that's it. You have to plead with it. That thing now become, uh, it's not because you don't say, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. That's not it. It sometimes can be in our action. How do you behave before you get that thing you are praying for? How do you behave after you got it? Mm. We talk about blind Bartimaeus, uh, I think some few weeks ago during our prayers. Did you see the way blind Bartimaeus did? He said, thank you, Jesus. He thanked God. He thanked Jesus. But Jesus said, go away. But he said, no. He followed. He started following him everywhere. Now, we don't say physically just start following. But what we are saying is that well, that is that that's a higher level of showing thankfulness. Now, if what you are praying for, God did not give it to you, what will you do? Unholy, unloving. What about slanderers? Sometimes we hear something about about somebody and what they said. Then you tell someone, but you didn't know if it's true or not. It's no self control. You get what you want, how you want, anytime you want. Despise us of good. There's so many times that we sometimes it's in everybody, but you have to plead. Sometimes you just see that somebody just tell you, you know what, God just give me something. I just get promoted in my office, my salary been doubled. Mm-hmm. Then you start thinking in your mind, oh, I've been in this country <laughs> 20 years. This person just came last year. That thing will come, it doesn't matter. That flesh will come up. You make it that thing. When did maybe you are even the one that did that 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 uh, that scotted up as when the person came? Is that that Satan will drop that thought? But that is where it now comes. Like casting down imagination and anything that exalted itself opposed the knowledge of God, so that you now say, God, the the provision you made for that person is gone. I thank God for that person's life. So you it will come. We got to be honest. It will come to you. It will come to everybody. But you have to cast it down. This is God, this is not you. And that, I will not succumb to that. You will thank God for the life of that person. That person get double promotion, get triple promotion, getting times, times than you. You'll be happy for that. Despise us of good. Traitors, headstrong. Some people, would, they would say, this is what we need to do. They say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they still, in their mind, as they're talking to you, they know they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. They come for advice. You say, this is what the Holy Spirit said. But they know. Hmm. They just carry on, cajoling you, just listen, just waste all your time. They still do what they want to do, notwithstanding. Lovers of pleasure. Did you find yourself, anytime there's a party, you are so excited. Anytime there's a church, it's another burden. You still come, notwithstanding. Those are the things we need to work on. Having the form of godliness, but denying his power. Oh my my! I mm. believe that is mm. that is the Holy Spirit speaking through our motherland. Yeah, I just wanted to buttress on what Pastor said. You know, when I read that scripture for a long time, that scripture has always been um, that that last statement there which says having a form of godliness and denying the power thereof. Now, when I read it in my New Living Translation, now, this New Living Translation is the old New Living Translation, not the new one that is in the Bible, um, that is in that that is in the um, Bible apps or Bible, whatever I've written. So it says in my own version, it says, um, now that is, um, all right, so it says, De, verse 5, 
1 and 2 Timothy 3 5 says, they will act as if they are religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Mm. You must stay away from people like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have that form of godliness. And, and to be honest with you, um, I read a post on Instagram yesterday, and this man was talking about the fact that if people can devote the time that they use to go and do concerts to their time of studying of the mm. word of God, the way people will break down during worship, during concerts, that they will be crying. If they use that kind of energy in, in worship, in their personal time of studying the word of God and seeking the face of God, that 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 would be that would be really really better mm. and and because i looked around even the supposed gospel singers you was there sometimes they will marry the women they marry i'm thinking yes. sir what is this all about you will see their their dressing on instagram and you are thinking all right so sir you are a man of god and you preach you're preaching, you're, you're, you have a wonderful ministry. Can you not tell the woman that you're about to marry that please, can you dress well on your wedding day? So for me, I'm thinking, well, so I went to, even of recent, I went on my Instagram, I started on following some people. Of recent, K. Cracklin was singing one, one song saying that um, um, the lamp, the, the, the kiniko and the kiniko will bow down to, their G-O-A-T, which is their goat. Sir, I just went and unfollowed the guy in ASAP because I looked at many of them, they have this form of religious um, form of this, but they are denying that power that will make them to be godly, to live that godly life. And if you look through the scriptures, the reason why Jesus saved us is to live a godly life, nothing more. When I checked through the scriptures, that scripture kept popping out to me. One Timothy, two Timothy, all this Philemon. He says, Jesus Christ died so that he can make us to live a godly life. Mm. The grace of God, the Bible was talking about it in the book of Titus as well. He says, the grace of God will not tell you. He says, the grace of God, he says, he would tell us to deny all ungodliness and live godly. So that having a form of is a, is it, it, the, the reason why I'm speaking so passionately is is, is because it's a is a very important uh, issue to me. It, that's why I marked it in my scripture. Each time I will go back to it and go and look at it again. Oh, okay, so this person has the form of God, um, um, but they are rejecting that power that can make them live a godly life that Christ wants us to live. Because if you look through the scriptures again, there's a place that says it says. It would, we are good. He says that to Peter chapter one, he says, and by that same mighty power, he has given us all of his rich and wonderful promises. He has promised that you will escape the decadence around you caused by evil desires. And we will share in his divine nature. That is what God wants us. It does the nature he wants us to have that divine nature. Mm-hmm. Ah, sorry, I, I mean, just be talking and talking. It's an important matter in my heart, sir. Thank you very much. I think when we do this, uh, put a hand. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. This no, is just, uh, don't be sorry. Go on, man. This is just by the way. 
just uh, we went to Bola said, we've all identified with these things. But the Bible is saying that we should flee from these people, flee from ourselves. And that scares me more than the attributes themselves. Mm. Like we, <laughs> we are the same people sitting to hear this, but we're the same people still bearing these fruits. And if we are fleeing from ourselves, then it, it, it's concerning. And it comes to what Pastor said about that right hand of fellowship, being called to an higher order. Because sometimes like we... We, we, we do feel like, yeah, we can get away with things with the grace of God that we are under. But I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Elder and Gina will still come to, to this point. But yeah, I just thought to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. What I wanted to say concerning that, is the Bible says that, and John said, if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood, yes, the blood cleanses us. From all our sins. So as we continue to walk in the light gradually, once we, Holy Spirit, you see, the way the Holy Spirit brings it to our attention is when we have Bible studies like this. Sometimes you never know. Sometimes it is when you see this that you now discover that in your life you've been despisers of good. You never know that you just really despise somebody because of the breakthrough they just had. You just discover somewhere which is, you don't know until those people call your attention to it when we have Bible studies like this that you are without self-control. I want to see something, you just, you just lose control of your mind, of yourself. It is in things like this that you see that you love uh, parties, you love pleasure more than God. It's not because you still do both of them, but on the balance of probability, you will see that when you go to the other one, you're happier. Oh. You dance a lot more. You do a lot more than you would do. You sacrifice a lot more. Even in the night, you still want to go. But if they say come to Naivigi, you find it difficult. So you will, when you put it, it is this time of occasion that when, but how do we do that? Yeah, God is able to make all grace available. All grace, different graces at different times. As we walk in the light, as he is in the light, as we have fellowship, gradually the Holy Spirit draw your attention to it and gradually it starts dropping. Gradually start dropping, you start seeing yourself in a new light because only you start bringing your consciousness to it. Yeah, it, it doesn't work overnight. It takes time according to the time of life. It takes time, but gradually, but as long as you accept your witness and you come to God, just like the prodigal son. So, dear I am, God, you know, dear I am, please help me. It's not that you still won't do it again, but gradually you do it less and less until you don't do it no more. So that's this is the consciousness understanding. Say so if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, including myself. But God Himself is righteous. So once we come to Him, that's the essence of looking ourselves in the mirror, so that we don't go back and just forget the image. That in looking, what are we looking for? Jesus. Then we start becoming gradually like Him. So it is just coming, going back to the One that can cleanse us. As long as we submit to Him, He will do it. This gradual process. Thank you, sir. If I, if I could yeah. add one more thing, um, like just to bring a balance as well with the contribution that Sister Anu made. Um, I know that God has helped us and taken us in the line that he wants us to go tonight in the place of self-introspection. But contextually, this passage that we are looking at, especially if you begin from the back of chapter two into chapter three, you will discover that the emphasis more is on false teachers is on people that parade themselves with some sense of authority that then we can easily be gullible to follow them. And so we want to watch out for this kind of traits in those kind of people 
and be sure that when you see someone that is calling the name of Jesus, and at the same time, you see any of these signs finding, in fact, you tend to find all of these signs finding expression in their lives one way or the other. You don't want to waste your time listening to those kind of people. And in this day of internet and Facebook and social media, they are everywhere. Rather than wasting your data and your precious time listening, feeding your mind with those kind of things, by their fruits, we shall know them. Run away from those kind of poisons. That's the, that's the initial context. But again, by implication, the Holy Spirit will breathe on words like this to also show us the picture of ourselves. In that case, you are not to run away from yourself. Right? You are not to run away from the one who can help you. Yeah. We are all undergoing sanctification. That's That will happen till Jesus come. There is no stopping that. You will continue to find experiences of things like this within yourself and within your neighbor in the body of Christ. That's okay. Um, God is working on us. We are all a work in progress. We are not to run away from ourselves. We are not to segregate ourselves from ourselves and say, ah, I can see this sign in Sister Lagbaja, therefore I must have nothing to do with her. No, we are all in the family of God and we are all supposed to continue to fellowship together. That's <laughs> only how we get to become better and yeah. to become more like Christ. But when yeah. you see someone that is claiming some authority, claiming some supposed spiritual authority over people coming with a form of message, but you can see selfishness all over it. You can see love of money all over it. You can see them always boasting. You can see them speaking with pride. You can see them blaspheming and even being disobedient or disrespectful to the people that used to be their spiritual parents in a manner of speaking. You can see them being unthankful as though they just arrived on the scene. Nobody helped them. They just came because they are so powerful. They are the new Elijahs. Yet there is unholiness. Yet there is lack of love. Yet they are unforgiving. Yet they slander people with reckless abandon. Uh, just the other day, someone sent me um, a, a YouTube clip um, of someone that is claiming to be some influencer slash minister in, in, in Africa at the moment um, and asking me a question about what the person was saying. So just hearing the person's name, I know is a no-no for me, but to be able to respond to this person, I said, okay, let me listen for and, and watch what this, I couldn't stand five minutes of that clip. Within just five minutes of what was supposed to be a live stream Bible study, if anybody types anything that is contrary to what he's saying in the in the comment section, yeah, I rapture you immediately. He's banning <laughs> kicking the person in the comment section and things like that. I, there was just vulgar speech with reckless abandon, and you claim to be this person with the knowledge of God. You don't need to waste your time with such people. And mm. that's part of what's this contextually, this passage is in initially saying, I like how that we've applied it to ourselves. We should, we should see ourselves in this, but let's not also divorce it from that context of yeah. servants of God that we're supposed to be. And yeah. To yeah, thank you very much, Pastor. God bless you for that. I like the, we bring in perspective and contextualization to it, but I also believe what you what we when you also finish with that. Sometimes the Holy Spirit draws our attention. So let's make that our primary focus. There's a reason why the Holy Spirit has impacted us at the start to pray. And there's a reason why the Holy Spirit has impacted the preacher too. I even have not seen this PowerPoint. You are the one that prepared it uh, to help them put the PowerPoint. And I can see the Trinity in which somebody raised the question. That's the Trinity I can see there. So it means that at this point in time, the Holy Spirit is drawing our own attention to it. Mm -hmm. That is what the Holy Spirit is doing right now. 
that is the real man right now, drawing attention that he wants to do something great in our life. But there are some things that he wants us to really focus on. And the Holy Spirit will continue to give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I think we pretty this have time. No time again. Dylan. Dylan. Okay. After Dylan, then we can go to the pray. Yeah. Okay. After that. What's up? All right. Sorry, this is a bit late, but I just wanted to mention something about one of the the um the signs. That being bolsters. It mm. just stood out to me because I remember there was this there was this pastor. And he was on Instagram live mm. and he was showing everyone his money, all the money that he made and yeah, all his success. Mm. And it was very odd for a pastor to do that. And later, later during a mass, uh, some other day, he was, he was robbed. Mm. And because of his boasting, he, not only put himself in danger, but everyone else. It was, that's all I wanted to say. But yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Pastor, before you go, I have something to ask. I want, I need a, 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 a clarification. Hello? Yes, yes. We can hear you, sir. I need a clarification. When you talk about brutal, do you mean that you go on the road and somebody brutalizes you, you just leave him and go? Is it the one you're talking about? Or is somebody beat you up on the road unnecessarily, you shouldn't do anything? Having seen some people say, defend yourself, is it, does it not apply in our lives as a Christian? Like what, is, like what is happening in Nigeria? You will be somewhere, somebody enter in a room in your own presence. Rape your mother, rape your uh, your daughter, kill some. What are you supposed to do? Well, praise God. Amen. I will I will say that uh, Sister Mission of God, please take note of that uh, question, mm-hmm. and we we'll start with it because of uh, prayer. But I w- the only thing I would say onto that is that every free, I like what uh, Sister Mission said before. He said everything can be rooted. He can, he, she can see everything in lovers of themselves. I think that's the common denominator. Sometimes that brutality can be in the areas of uh, without self-control. And if you look at uh, what the Bible reads, secondly, it says they go about deceiving women and all of that. That self is brutal when you start promising people love that you know you don't have. That's brutal. That's, that brutal is so, exp- is so expanded. And we can actually go back next, we can see different translation of that word brutal but it is inexhaustible i believe and everything still find itself in lovers of themselves though that know this so that will give it meaning but i believe the holy spirit will help us as we go through next thank you very much sir uh, we'll pick it up from here um next week but in the meantime i'll hand over to brother Popola to lead us in the prayer session Thank you.